Welcome to MTG Evolving Wild. My name's Mark. I'm Cody. And I'm Ron. And today we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of the new sets coming out, but also just a lot of the sets that come out all the time. A little bit of product flood slash maybe product fatigue and kind of what we feel about stuff coming up and, and how things have been going. Right. Magic has been very active and successful these past few years, growing and getting new players in. And with that has been an influx of new products. So I'm excited to dig right in. Yeah. Um, so in 2023, uh, we've had at least announced not, uh, I think it's everything that's coming out. There's going to be a total of nine different products released in in terms of paper products that are like sets that are coming out, uh, you can buy boxes for or get stuff like that. Or commander decks. Well, commander decks is a whole separate addition to all of those. Well, I mean, like there's products that are just commander decks, and then there's commander decks attached to all of these products being released uh, at the same time. So it could go both ways of how much is being released. (laughs) I think it's hard to classify, but it's also just hard to keep track of how much has come out. As far as we've done, there's been around nine sets that are planned to be coming out in 2023 and that have also released, and an additional like six to seven commander products products depending on what wizards wants to do with one of the upcoming right right depending on like all that and just what's come out so far with stuff so there are a lot of new cards in the game there have been a lot of new cards that come out every year pretty much since we started playing and and like over half of them feel like they're legendary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went seriously. over that one a bunch in a previous episode. But um, but it's a lot to keep track of for sure. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but every time a new set comes out, you know, sometimes there's spoiler season, and I hear about maybe one or two new cards. But I'm not always following every new drop. Well, because spoiler season is no longer really a thing, it feels like, anymore. It's just constant spoilers or constant drops. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's, it, we're, it's spoiler years now. <laughs> spoiler years of existence. Yeah, we, we, we live in a spoiler, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it can be hard to keep track of. Um, I am really excited, though, about some of the new stuff that's coming up. Like, uh, I know... Uh, Ravnica Remastered is coming out, and that lo- like that just sounds amazing. I've wanted a Ravnica set and to be a part of that release so badly. And when I jo- started playing Magic, it was right after the last Ravnica block, so I feel like I really didn't get a part to to be in that as much. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, what what are you guys thinking about some of these new sets coming out? Um, I think there's some pretty cool stuff, you know, um, sort of with you on Ravnica while it wasn't as close to me, uh, starting my journey into magic. I still feel like uh, I've heard really cool stories about Ravnica. I like the lore behind it. There's a Dungeons and Dragons setting for it. It's a pretty interesting setting. So I'm excited that we get to go back and revisit that. Um, 
Yeah, you know, uh, Fallout is something that they're going to be doing. I I love Fallout, or I <laughs> at least uh, really love Fallout 3 in New Vegas, and those have been games that uh, really meant a lot to me, and it's ex- always exciting to see uh, two products I enjoy kind of merging together in one way or another. That is the fun part, and I know we kind of talked about it in our previous uh, Universes Beyond episode, but I'm really excited for Fallout as well. Um just I'm not exactly sure how many cards that's going to plunge into every single format or what formats it's going to be legal in but I'm very much looking forward to it and give me uh, a goal commander smooth skin (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I I feel like it might take the route of like kind of how fallout 4 became a little bit more like a parody of itself I kind of feel like the secret lair is going to be a parody of fallout that's true yeah it really depends on how seriously it sort of takes itself like if it had a sort of self-aware sort of thing going and they do a lot of stuff with the vault boy uh and and kind of almost make it seeming like this is a 50s styled product and they give it a cool frame and everything i think that'd be really neat oh my god vault boy artifact is going to be op (laughs) (laughs) uh no it'll it'll be like a the 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 wrist thing the pit boy yeah oh, pit, the pit boy yeah, equipment pit boy. yeah I'm, dude. I'm looking forward to the power armor equipment dude there's there's got to be a brotherhood of steel precon yeah oh my god a whole pre yeah probably probably more precons i could totally imagine that yeah um i also think like the outlaws of thunder junction cowboy thing that seems actually really cool it's gonna yeah. be really interesting how they do that considering that they've never wanted to do guns in Magic, but I feel like there's still a lot of room for the um, like setting and everything without you know guns being involved i feel i don't know much about the setting or anything or what they are planning but i will say you know there's so many ways to flavor guns like with lasers instead or with magic i wouldn't be surprised if these are going to be some kind of arcana shooters or some spell guns or something yeah like that. they've kind of they I, I i'm thinking of a i think an equipment from new capenna that's like called arc spitter or something oh there were yes. guns in new capenna yeah it's basically an equipment gun it's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a lightning bolt gun. <laughs> There's also they, also they made space marines. There are actual space marines, and they've represented being able to shoot with vigilance on the actual tokens. I think there was a big reluctance to adding guns into Magic around a year or two ago, but people have kind of like seen what it looks like and have kind of accepted it. I just, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to go too crazy into it, but I am excited for whatever the cowboy setting holds. I mean, there's still a lot of room. There's, you know, knives, there's whips, you know, like... Wasn't, doesn't one of the characters have, like, whips on the main art that we've seen? Uh, no, but I believe the Oko um, has, like, two knives over the, um, like, X pose that the, uh, he's doing. Stupid sexy Oko. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid sexy Oko. I love he's, it. I, yeah, we'll see how Oko is in that set. I'm, I'm more curious about all the other silhouettes featured in that. Like the little one off to the side, if that's like a little <laughs> goblin or a little tiny bones. Squeer like, tiny bones. Either either a small familiar goblin or tiny bones, I'll be very happy. 
Yeah. Um, uh, the totally not Rakdos. <laughs> Rakdos. Uh, I know, it literally just looks like Rakdos on the side. Like I, I was thinking there. either that is Rakdos or that is Orcus, the demon lord of undeath. Of <laughs> D&D, right? Yeah, from so D&D. D&D. He, 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 had a, he, he actually had a card in uh, Forgotten Realms. Right. <laughs> it looked more like Rakdos to me because of the horns, but Most knows? likely. Maybe Plus, this seems to be more like, um, you know, Wizards focused rather than like a D and D, yeah, a D and D set. You know yeah. what would be really funny is if they like kept that silhouette, but then they did one of those like "Who's that Pokemon?" memes and like <laughs> just made it so that like the short character on the side is actually just like Chandra kneeling down or some shit, and it's like, oh, we're completely off. The no, it's Rakdos- Shiv and Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> the big, big Rakdos. It's a Shiv and Dragon demon. holding a Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> the big Rakdos demon is just like three people spinning around each other, like <laughs> holding hands or something. Like I, I that would be very entertaining. But yeah, that cowboy set looks awesome. Um, Bloomboro, I, I thought it looks very cool as a standalone set. Um, I at first when I first saw it, I was a little upset because I wanted it to be, um, what's it called? Uh, not Morning Tide. Uh, What's that? Why can I not think of it? It's uh, Lorwyn. Lorwyn, yes. I wanted it to be Lorwyn, but they also announced that Lorwyn's coming the following year. Yes, 2025 we for Lorwyn. What's happening two years from now? Very cool. But um, but no. So once I heard that Lorwyn is still coming, I wasn't as upset because like, you know, we're getting Eldrain later this year. We're getting um, little animals in uh in Bloomboro, which which will be cool and then Lorwyn the next year but yeah Bloomboro, i think is cool it has a pretty unique sort of visual aesthetic to it i feel yeah uh almost reminds me of kind of like some kind of kids stories that i've seen geronimo stilton type stuff you know <laughs> uh, this feels way more like grim yeah than, um I- you know I just finished reading a book recently that had to do with a bunch of talking mice and a talking cat and like <laughs> in this fantasy setting. And so then this got announced and I kind of started to have a feel for like, this could be really cool. And that book had a lot of darker themes to it. So it, it'd be a cool little mix. Of- <laughs> See, well, when you told me you read a book about a talking mouse and a talking cat, I'm like, okay, this is going to be some like really interesting complex book you're reading, or this is going to be some like Tom and Jerry cartoon Dude, strip I- or something. I never know. <laughs> Tom and Jerry secret lair incoming. <laughs> oh, boy. oh my God. If they do Tom and Jerry. Colossus like- hit colossal hammer reprint. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Please, please. We need that. We need, we, need tom and jerry secret lair i i would buy that um but yeah like uh, i i think there's a lot of potential there and like mixing that kind of whimsical fairy tale aspect with more darker aspects and like the creatures like all, all the art kind of taking perspective from the actual sizes of the creatures who's afraid of the big bad wolf <laughs> <laughs> the big i wonder if there'll be a wolf that would be like a 10 10 in the set uh which one call it it's in the uh promo trailer oh is i think it a, wasn't a snake a three three i don't know I, reference five. I, I don't know but for reference something like that i know there's gonna be squirrels that one seems really cool um but yeah, like that that whole fantasy darker thing just just seems like it could be a good mix of things and cutesy little animals. 
Yeah, and then there's a Duskmorn House of Horror after that. Yeah, you know, we didn't even talk about the additional Ravnica set that's coming out. I know, Murder uh, at Karlov Manor, that could actually be pretty cool. And combined with the Clue game, like... That could be fun. I'm curious to see how the Clue game plays out. I know I like to play a lot of, like, just regular board games as well, aside from Magic, and if they had one that was easy enough to, like, get people who play board games in on it, I feel like that'd be a great, like, additional product to buy and actually just get more people in on and, like, yeah, trying to play Clue with that. I, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Could be very cool. I love Murder Mystery. I love characters from Ravnica. So uh, that could be a really cool combination there as well. But, yeah, then um, there's also the second murder I, I don't know if it's murder mystery but i don't know something about the murder mystery and then this haunted house set coming out so close together um well i mean they're gonna be like three quarters apart you know oh, a whole half a year apart no I, that's like it, it, they're gonna be like nine months apart or something like that something like that it's a whole development of a child apart <laughs> One small child. One small, <laughs> one small child. child apart. In, in, case, in case our listeners weren't aware, we are Americans, so everything has to be measured in a non-unit of measurement. <laughs> a uh, .00000004 football stadiums. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how, how many theoretical times apart it would be is that many football stadiums. Um, but, but yeah, like... It, it's pretty close together. I mean, I guess they're they're you know different enough, but um, that haunted house set. I don't know. It seems like there could be some uh, issues potentially. Um, I think that one's going to be more Lovecraftian, which could be also very cool. Um, like I feel like it's going to steal a little bit from like the Phyrexian art and like some Lovecraftian themes. Um, for the haunted house versus like a murder mystery, which it could be much more like fun, you know, <laughs> although let's, let's just be honest here. The murderer massacre girl. <laughs> Everyone's dead. No, 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 she, she, she murdered everyone else in the room, but not that guy. <laughs> someone else. I, I'm just saying they, they showed a picture of, I think it was six characters, you know, standing next to each other and massacre or uh, massacre girl is one of them. She's the murderer. I don't know. Did you somehow, see that goblin all the way to the right? He looked like he was up to something. Somehow I have a feeling it's going to be like a, a scenario where they're not going to give you the answer and any one of them could be the murderer and you just like... Because that's how Clue is, right? Like, Aurelia, leader of war crimes. I, I, know, <laughs> I know, right? I'm so looking forward to seeing like Aurelia be the murderer. Like, I This is kind of off topic, but there was... It, 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 this almost reminds me of one time where I did a D&D one-shot in Ravnica as the setting. And um, it was a whole convoluted story, but it had to do with, like, basically the party going through a, like, Orzov haunted house kind of thing. And that 
I mean, murder at Karlov Matter Manor, like that that feels pretty close. That that actually is similar. I played in that campaign and I'm only now kind of realizing, yeah, while yours was more about a sword going missing and tracking down the sword because of a guild, it, it still was an investigative thing. And yeah, that's a pretty to, cool trip. To merge all of the guilds as much as I could into one place, and I think it kind of worked. And and maybe we'll see if they uh if they have some some silly goofy vampires hidden somewhere in there or somewhere like, like my campaign did but gloria that, uh, shut that up was, bang uh, yeah, yeah yeah no it was it was some straight up old dracula vampires hanging out in orzov manor it was it was amazing that uh, was that was a fun i wonder if shot. my character is still out there uh running away with the sword somewhere maybe we'll find <laughs> out in murder at karlov manor Maybe we will. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, um, that House of Horror set too, the the one that's coming later in the year, is supposed to take place entirely inside a haunted house, right? Yeah, it, it, its location is just this house, and it takes place, um, you know, so like that's the only setting for it. You've which gotta, is, I, I heard it is like maybe a house the size of a plane. That's that's what I kind of was thinking. It's a massive. It's well, just like a giant maze almost. It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> okay, we're getting into Doctor Who territory, which is coming later this year. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm just curious. Like maybe they say like it's a house the size of a plane, or or it's really big horror house. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like that's a lot of cards to put like art indoors of you know like how are they going to make basic lands that are like the kitchen the, the kitchen, kitchen is the island uh <laughs> oh my the, god <laughs> the toilet is, is the, the swamp, swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the backyard is the forest yeah what's the plains and mountain the the, the front yard the living is, room is the plains well i mean it it sounds like it's a manor so we we can expect like an estate almost you know do you think there's going to be courtyards yeah i do think that there's going to be courtyard or gardens i'm going to go out on a limb and say there's not going to be courtyards i'm going to say it's all indoors except windows but the windows I don't know what's going to be on the other side. Maybe another room. Oh, <laughs> may, may, maybe there'll be L-shaped windows, and then they can be planes. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you know it's a pane of glass, but oh. it's an L-shape, so it's a plane. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I understand now. But I'm. And then uh, after that, we have Assassin's Creed, which we already knew about. Um, I'm curious to see how they, uh, you know, turn a few characters into a bigger thing if they make multiple commander decks or, or what they do with that. Is that going to be like a legitimate set or is that just going to be like a universes beyond like maybe, nine card secret layer or something? It, I feel I, like it should be a secret layer, but I don't think they would announce a secret layer. No, they're making this into a, a, a bigger deal. And I think like, I don't know. Like it feels like it should be like, oh, here's four secret lair drops, but it is probably going to be like, oh, here's four commander decks. And do I get a chocobo since that's also in Assassin's <laughs> Creed, or do I gotta wait till uh, Final Fantasy? I think we gotta wait till Final Fantasy. You, but that did remind me that would be amazing if they had chocobos in it. You get to put a chocobo in the ninety-nine of your Assassin's Creed deck. <laughs> oh my god! If it was the right colors, yeah. I'm gonna look up really quick. Uh, if they have any information on the Assassin's Creed uh, universes beyond, just to see if uh, 
But there's also Modern Horizons 3. Oh, we completely skipped over Modern Horizons 3, yeah. There's supposed to be more Eldrazi in that. Have you seen the art? Yes, I have. More um, premium sets from Wizards. Yep. You know, I remember when they marketed uh, Modern Horizons 2. It was like, this is a set for everyone. This has a set everyone uh, is going to have something in. And I'm I'm sure they're kind of... I mean, there is things for everyone. There are, but I don't know. It's just interesting. Interesting how it, they kind of say that, but it is a more premium. Well, set. I mean, go back and look at what they said about Modern Horizons that they wanted to release um, a set to like help with the price of Modern, and look at what happened. <laughs> oof! <laughs> they're gonna collector oof. They're gonna That's be doing happened. some some wild things with Assassin's Creed. They're gonna be adding Beyond boosters, which will not develop will not be developed with draft in mind, but will be legal in formats in like Commander, Vintage, Legacy, and Modern. And I wonder if those Beyond Boosters... Modern? Are... Yeah, yeah, I know, of course. I wonder <laughs> if those Beyond Boosters will be like the... like kind of thoughts that I've had on these like... you know, these all these Universes Beyond products need to be reprinted more thoroughly in case, you know, one of the cards gets scarce. We've talked about this in another episode too, but... I wonder if these Beyond Boosters they're talking about, like, if that'll be the answer to that or what exactly that'll be. I have no idea. Yeah, they're just going to mash together, like, Warhammer and Doctor Who and Lord of the Rings. We're getting closer and, and closer to the ultimate showdown. <laughs> when am I getting Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, I kicked your ass at magic. <laughs> so as far as uh, what's being released in Assassin's Creed, it looks like uh, it's going to be a whole set. I'm not sure if it, that means commander decks or like a booster box or what. But somehow, I know, I'm like... That's the one that I'm like, do we need this? Like, this feels like, I, I don't know, Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed already kind of feels like a, they've, they've passed their prime, they've passed their expiration date, and now it's more of like a making money product every year, making a new game. But then to have that as a crossover with it, maybe there's some big Assassin's Creed fans out there, I don't know. Someone who's familiar with the Assassin's Creed lore, like DM us. I would like to know what this is going to be about. But oh, you're gonna you're gonna get a whole essay coming. In. If we get the essay, we'll read excerpts of it. Yes, we'd love to. Please send read us. it on on the on the show. Uh, you can join my recaps. OnlyFans, where I'll read the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> to you in an ASMR voice. <laughs> okay, we need those excerpts ASAP. Oh my god. But yeah, so I think we've mainly covered everything coming out in 2024. There's a few sets we didn't talk about in 2025, but um, while I know we're all really excited about a lot of the more broad concepts that are coming out, like how cool a cowboy set would be, how cool a little furry animals set would be, how cool a haunted house would be, or a murder mystery, uh, when you really start realizing how many cards that puts into the game and how often that's going to be happening over, I mean, probably indefinitely from now on, it starts to get a little bit overwhelming. Absolutely. I mean, if you take the last two years, um, this year and last year combined with planned sets that we know about even uh, for the going into the rest of the year, 
There are 20 sets, not including Commander as a separate set, except for like the Universes Beyond and like the Commander Starter decks. Wow. Um, in a 24-month span. So 20 sets in 24 months. That's almost a set a month. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Who can afford to keep up with this? Or it's, just even has the mental bandwidth to keep track of everything that's coming out. Yeah, forget, like, affording it. That's a whole other issue. Like, just even keeping track of, like, every new card that comes out in all of these new sets. Like, I just, like, I don't know how. And, and I'm sure there's there's other sets that are going to be released next year that haven't been announced yet, that are still in development. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, there will be, you know, secret layers that come out. There will be additional things that we're not even thinking about, you know, to worry about, you know. Yeah, there's just so many products. And, listen, I, I work full-time. A lot of us do. And, really, it's it, it, this hobby is very intensive in its own right. And the fact that there's just more and more and more and more content coming out, while uh, there are definitely a ton of positives that come out of that, it is overwhelming. Everyone likes to play Eternal formats. Commander is super popular. That's our main format that we play here. And, really, that means, like... like in order to kind of keep our decks up to date, not that we necessarily have to, but, you know, to really participate in the level of the game in which most of us want to participate in, that means constant revisions, constantly looking at what's new and really almost overanalyzing yeah. to an extent. I think uh, it, it, it's just such a, such a drain. And, like, like it's... It's fun. Part of it is really fun and exciting, right? Like, if we get a, a new commander gets released that we really like, or or just, like, there's cool new lands or a new setting, just, just something that really clicks with us thematically that we all enjoy. But, um, yeah, it's a full-time job in and of itself to, to keep track of everything. And even if... Because I've done this before where a set comes out, I'm really excited for it, and I, like, go through all of the stuff in spoiler season i remembered maybe f like 20 cards at most out of all of those new cards a lot of them are mechanically unique and um yeah it just it starts to like all, there's a bit of discouragement in the fact that like you don't know everything that's going on you don't know what's new so if you like didn't keep track with this set it comes out and then you're playing a game of Commander and someone plays this new card that's like, what? Like, Oh, what's that do? Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, not even thinking about, like, what the interactions would be or could be, you know, like, while people who, you know, are keeping track of spoiler season obsessively, like, are planning out these combos and synergies, like, months in advance... I think I think that's one nice thing about like the community and the internet though is a lot of times these like really big noteworthy combos that are coming will be like well known by the time the set comes out. So maybe, you know, you didn't look at all 150 cards coming out or however many there are per set, but you saw that the one card that combos with this other card is coming and it's going to be a big deal and stuff like that. Um, but you know, even, uh, even still a lot of, there are multiple of those types of 
interactions that happen and, and they're hard to keep track of as well. I, uh, I, I wonder like just at a certain point, you know, it starts to become a little too much to, to handle, I think. Um, but what do you guys think? Like, I mean, I'm curious, we're saying like, we want maybe less sets coming out, right? Just so that it's a little bit more manageable to keep track of what's coming out. Like, what would you want? Like what time period of release would you want? Would you want like one new paper set every three months or what do you think? So for me, um, I think that I would like it probably closer to like every three months we get a set, but I would also love to be in blocks again, you know, like, like let's spend a year on Ravnica. Let's spend a year exploring Ixalan, you know, like we can explore, you know, whole different sides of a world, um, you know, and, you know, have individual stories taking place there. But like, let me immerse myself in this, you know, like world that wizards spend so much time creating. And like, I think every three months, it's a reasonable time for me to, um, you know, like, A, be looking forward to the set, but also enjoy the set that just came out. Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm actually really, really aligning with you here because I feel like when I'm... When I think about my engagement in a set, I'm, I'm a Vorthos player, meaning that I care a lot about the lore and the story behind things because I think, you know, that's what makes um, a random piece of cardboard with a cool character on it, oh, this cool little character to, oh, that's my boy Gideon, you know, or, or something like that. And I feel like if we got more uh, block-based sets where we did get to immerse ourselves more in the lore and the story, I feel like I would be a bit more engaged and we maybe take a little bit of extra time between the actual sets themselves to give more things about the story, to let people play with this in standard and see how it goes. And I, I yeah, I mean, I really feel like the way uh, Ma- Wizards is releasing magic feels almost like the Fortnite story, you know, just things <laughs> constantly rotating in and out. Here's what's new. Here's what's fresh. And just trying to constantly keep you engaged through shoving new things in your face rather than fleshing out uh, what depth it already has. Because a lot of these things have so much depth that we I feel like we really don't get to glance over because as much as we got all these like new planes the last couple of years or so, they're really cool. Kaldheim was a fantastic plane that I wish we got to explore a little bit more or uh, spend some more time on, you know, just see more about it. Uh, I'm glad we're revisiting Eldraine, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally with you, Cody. Arcavios w- has a cool setting. Yeah, Strixhaven's uh, sick, yeah. You know what's kind of interesting is, um, you know, you mentioned Eldraine and then Arcavios, and obviously Eldraine's coming up later this year, and Arcavios is coming up, I want to say, in two years from now. And it's almost like instead of spending the time on the plane altogether, like one set after the other set, they're like spending it like, you know, years apart almost, which may, I mean, it probably allows there to be more things of like the, you know, main plot of the overall magic story going on. But 
Um, I definitely agree with you guys that it would be nice to kind of spend the time a little closer together and spend take your time on the sets even. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, you could almost do some very subtle things um, with, you know, like the storyline and everything if we spend more time on these planes. You know, like you don't have to, you know, like... Oh, here's Vorinclex, here's Jin, here's um Shieldred, here's Urabrat, you know, like in each set, you don't have to like shoehorn them in. You could kind of like you know, like if we spent, you know, six months in Kaldheim or a year in Kaldheim, it's like, oh, you know, Kaya's tracking this monster and like you you see the destruction that it's reaping and then like come December like you're building up to the reveal of this monster and then come December it's Vorinclex you're like oh my god what is going on right now yeah and like, they could drop hints in each set like yeah. they wouldn't be like Oh, it's Vorinclex, but there could be like a Phyrexian claw mark scratched into a tree or something like that. Or maybe that. some black ooze seeping out of some hmm. black card. What's this oil? Yeah. Seems yeah. harmless. <laughs> yeah. That could be amazing flavor text on a card. Yeah. Like the, the story moments. I mean, that's another thing is because, you know, when you're opening a pack, it's all like the beginning, middle and end of the story are all right there. Yeah. Like you can get... The image of, uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know, the big bad guy dying on some random common card and then have the mythic card be the big bad guy. And it's like, you know, that's that's uh, there's no real storytelling in the packs in that sense. But if they spent more time on a plane, released more packs there and had more of a story arc on like within one thing then you know you open packs up in january and it's like all of the starts of these stories you open packs up in i don't know uh april and it's the middle and then you get to later in the year and that's like the final arc of the story that the cards that you got in january are finally like building up to and leading to some really cool conclusion so i think i have a little bit um of a mixed perspective on this I think part of me, because I'm also a fan of Fortnite, really <laughs> likes that every, you know, almost feels like every day there's going to be some new cool thing, like short attention span. Like, okay, we saw Cowboys. What's next? Like, give me the next thing. Like, <laughs> okay, Fallout. What's next? Cool. But, um, and there's a, there's a fun aspect to that for sure, where it's like, okay, like one day this, next day that, next day that. But, um, yeah, I I think obviously it gets overwhelming. Themes start to clash. Things start to just feel like they're zooming by you like in no time. Like you just got to, you know, we just got to Commander Masters releasing and Eldraine is practically, it's almost pre-release season, you know? Like there's no time to just sit with Commander Masters and like kind of form whatever commander decks you have with that before Eldraine comes out with even more stuff one month that is how much time they are giving between commander masters and wilds of Eldraine. and how much time i don't know if we have an exact answer but how much time was there between lord of the rings and commander masters was it like one month also feels like it feels like even less time feels like it was probably around a month as well it it almost seems like that's the 
the pace they're wanting to shoot for, which is like a new set a month. And here's kind of what I feel about it. I, I don't know if it needs to be cut down to like one set every three months, but I would like it for their, like if they're making new cards for those new cards to be like once every three months rather than every month there being new cards. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be more reprint sets. That's exactly what I was going to get to is I think there, that's what I would want more of. Whereas I agree, like the block thing would be really cool. I think what I would want even more than that is for 50 or even 60% of sets that get released to be reprint sets simply because that would make so many cards more accessible to people and it would not over flood these formats that already have thousands of cards in them with even more cards you know maybe make modern accessible to the average joe that'd be great I think it'd be really cool if more standard sets actually, like you could kind of combine all those. Like what if we did get our monthly set releases, but uh, in each month, these sets are going to be mostly reprints, but new skins, new flavors, uh, new arts and everything. So it still feels fresh, but we kind of get to play with these cards in standard a little bit more to kind of fix certain problems and, you know, add in more fun varieties to the actual format and you get to focus on the set block so you still have set blocks but you're getting one chapter of the block each month so you still have a little bit of build up and more time to develop the lore but it it, it kind of you still get fresh cards but ultimately you end up with less new cards that you always are going to have to consider but instead you'll have more opportunities to get cards for cheaper it sounds like it's a win-win for everyone yeah i i think you know, another, I don't know if this was, it's probably similar to what you're talking about. Maybe not exactly, but like if they released like, you know, uh, Outlaws of Thunder Junction and they released like a standard set and then they released Outlaws of Thunder Junction reprint set and they made like, you know, all different arts, all with like new or some new characters, new settings, like new kind of cool ways of putting like the same uh cards into new settings but they made them all reprints like that would be so cool yeah i don't disagree with you guys i just think it's unlikely what i think would be more likely to be done would be like if we did you know like the block uh, for like a year, like, and I would love that. Like, if we just, you know, and but like, we could do four different stories. Like, we could do murder at Karlov Manor. We could do, um, you know, like something with the Izzet Guild. Um, you know, bring Demir, in, like House of Demir, into it. You know, of course you. Want yeah, Demir, I was just, Katie. I was thinking the same thing. Of course, you only mentioned <laughs> Izzet and Demir. Um, <laughs> but no, but I mean, like, but yeah. I mean, like, we could spend, you know. Like a full year on Ravnica with, you know, like different things going on in different parts of Ravnica. But then in between those sets, we could have like a standard reprint set. We could have a modern reprint set, you know, just popular cards in these sets that are, you know, in the meta that will help, you know, make the game more accessible to everyone. 
Hell yeah. And you can, there's so many ways you can even go about that too, besides just like, oh, I'm just going to reskin this generic sounding spell so that way it just like looks Western or something. You can even reprint the same characters like in older versions. Like, let's just say you want to, if Jace is in this set for some reason, Cowboy uh, you can have Jace. Yeah, you could, you could have a new Jace you make just for this set. You sure. Jace but, the mind sculptor, but cowboy version. Yeah, yeah. Give us some more alternate arts. Um, I, it's again, I think Cody's right. It's not as likely to happen, but it's what I would want to eventually happen because again, this game is huge. It's growing. There's so much potential for it to be even bigger and get to even more people, but it's just that there is such a restriction on how expensive the, or like, it's hard for people to get hold of these cards because they're so expensive or they just don't have access to them. So yeah, like reprint stuff a bunch, make everything more accessible to people. I think that's the way to go. You know, I mean, they already have the restricted list, which is a terrible idea in my opinion. Yep. What's is that different from the reserve list or no? That's the one I'm thinking reserve of. Reserve list. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it made more sense at the time, and they've been Still willing to doesn't. change. They've been willing to change it in the past, but yeah, I, I agree. Like you know, maybe uh, there could be kind of what they've done with universes beyond, even where they have like. Uh, you know, Ryu from Street Fighter, and then right under Ryu's name, they have the magic card. Is that what they did with that? Or well, was it the, uh, other the way, way the actual, I think it's the other way around. Okay, so the, the other Ryu's way around, original. but with like all the dual lands, the original dual lands, put like the real name of the dual lands underneath, but make it like freaking, I don't care, Assassin's Creed Secret Lair. This is uh, Rome. Rome is red and white because i don't yeah. know but no like, and and i mean i think like i think we've seen with all of the reprints that you know like it doesn't really affect the price of the original card um you know and barring the exception for i want to say it was mox diamond where they brought it off of the reserve list um for like one printing which ended up being more expensive than the um og mox um, you know, like the price does not drop on the original. Like an alpha dual land is still going to be worth the price of an alpha dual land. Yeah, like, there's limited quantities of the original cards. Those prices have the only the only cards that have like potentially like uh prices that could drop a lot are cards that desperately need reprints and aren't actually that good. They're they're good, but they're just not like. Baron what? Master Wizard, which is sitting at ten dollars right now, <laughs> like it's really? it's an okay it's an okay card, but it's a reserve list card. Not that I'm saying it needs it, but Soraya the Falconer is over a dollar, and <laughs> I don't think it needs to be that expensive for what it is. <laughs> like, but it's a reserve list card again that they're never gonna reprint. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we'll see what happens in the future. I'd like them to make uh, this game a lot more accessible for a lot more people. And maybe in in their attempts to start reaching out into like more game spaces, like going into Clue, uh, and their attempts to reach out to new fandoms like Warhammer, Fallout, Assassin's Doctor Creed, Who. Doctor Who... Uh, maybe they'll start to see that, like, yeah, people are buying this, but then that's it. They're not buying any other magic stuff. So imagine if they made Doctor Who, and I'm sure there will be a lot of reprints in Doctor Who either way, but, like, 
more like more Doctor Who reprints, like tons. I I got into the game because of Adventures in Forgotten Realms. Right. And then they made the second Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, what they called what? Commander Legends. Commander Legends too. Yeah. If they actually Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it was. I like the set and it's a great set. Oh, way totally way underrated set and honestly it got so shafted by spoiler season. But could and you imagine the if, name? If they released that set and then they released at the same time, like I don't know, they could have called it instead of Double Masters twenty two, like Commander or Adventures in the Forgotten yeah. Realms. Double they could have even done Commander Legends, like semicolon Adventures in uh, like Baldur's Gate. But like, know, yeah, re- like, like just another additional reprint set. But they had it in the theme of that additional property yeah. or that new thing. And like, they and they had so a lot fun. of cards like that. You know, they reprinted a lot of staples like uh, Nature's Visit. Um, th- oh, sorry, Three Visits and Nature's Lore. Um, there were a lot of things like Mindstone. That like a lot of rocks got reprinted. Lands like I think that was a pretty successful full set in doing that admittedly they did have their own uh cards that they added in as well that are pretty great too but yeah um but yeah obviously a lot of fun sets coming out can be a little overwhelming and maybe they'll slow their role or maybe focus more on the storytelling aspect or the reprint aspect of things I think they're focusing on the money aspect. Well, that they definitely are, but yeah, I, I mean, just the more the time goes, the more I feel like they're chasing the whales, and everyone else is, you know, either get on board or get out of the way. Or this product is not for you. That's that's a huge point. I think that I've uh, maybe even in the time that we've started playing, I felt more and more is the idea that this product is not for you is more and more prevalent. Like they're throwing, you know, 10 things at the wall next year. And like, maybe, you know, one of us will buy one of the boxes and it's a shotgun approach. Yeah. It's really a shotgun approach, but there's ramifications in the fact that all these extra cards are going straight into commander and, or just yeah. in the trash. Or in the trash, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do with those, like, oh, kind of fun uncommons that you got in draft that aren't good enough for eternal formats and you can't play in standard anymore? Or those uncommon commanders, legendary creatures, my bad, that will then become, you know, 300 more commanders next year. But, yeah, you guys have any more thoughts on, uh, on like, just how crazy products are coming out anything like that um is rakdos gonna have like a bandolier and everything and is he gonna have like i hope that he has a cowboy stuff? hat that's on fire I, yeah. I i hope he wears a serape <laughs> so it's a serape I, I don't know what that is um it's like the blanket that, uh, oh like a, yeah. like, a, like a like a poncho like, yes but it, it's be, a, the actual term is a serape. <laughs> that would be ah. sick. That would be so cool. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, like a poncho. Yeah, that's. I'm sick. very excited. Again, the actual term serape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to see like the reveal of those silhouettes. That's that's my main takeaway from all this. <laughs> um, and then let's not forget in twenty uh, twenty five there is the space set. Oh God! Yeah, I, uh, I I'm kind of excited. I space think Odyssey. space opera. So that's space gonna be some opera. Star Wars so type stuff. If they if they made that a three set thing, like a three set block, rather than like 
space opera. Okay, we're gone from space opera. Yeah. Like, I would be more excited for that than... Uh, yes, and, like, they could tell, you know, three separate stories, you know, of different factions they going on in... Make it a Star Wars trilogy where the first set released is A New Hope, the second set is Empire Strikes Back, and the third set is Return of the Jedi. Like, e- yeah, like in a matter e- of speaking. Like, even Fortnite gave Star Wars a whole season. Uh, they still throw Star Wars in sometimes yeah. randomly. <laughs> Although, if we're being honest and with the direction that Watsi has gone, we'd most likely get a The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, <laughs> The Rise oh of God. Skywalker. No, no, no. And, and, and season three of Mandalorian. <laughs> no, no, no. What it would be is, I mean, I'm assuming unless they announce that there's going to be multiple sets, it's going to be The Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, and... The what, Last Jedi? The Last Jedi, all mushed into one movie. So, The Last Jedi? <laughs> so, The Last Jedi, but yeah. I thought you were going to say a pile of poop, but... But yeah. it's, like, it's going to be, like, literally, like, from from Rey being, like, an orphan on a desert planet to all of a sudden, like, killing the big bad guy all in the same set. I anticipate that happening with that... Like, unless they split that up, I, I could... I mean, it's going to be, like, you open one pack. Oh, here's legendary creature Rey when she was, like... Ray in quotation Small marks. child. Small child Ray. Little followed Ray. by the rare. Oh, here's Ray when she kills the bad guy. Yeah, when then she the, eats the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, into Ray, 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 Ray when she beats Kylo Ren. And then there's like a mythic Ray Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one from each. One from each of the three acts. Uh, they they yeah. need to split. I mean, I would think that would make a lot of sense if they split that setup. But um, we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, we shall see. I think uh, that mostly covers it. Uh, hoping for the best in the future of Magic. Um, There's definitely products that I'm excited about. Uh, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm completely down on Wizards or the game. Um, I, I love the game, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things I'm excited about, but there's a lot of things that I'm just, oh my God. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're criticizing this game because we love the game and because we really just want to see uh, what's best for it. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and so we love sharing those concerns with you, and we love hearing what you guys think as well. Yeah, so, reach uh, out to us. Uh, or, or better yet, you guys can come on and see us at MagicCon uh, this year, 2023. We will be walking around, uh, checking, it, taking in the sites, you know, visiting with everyone. So yeah. We're going to be in Vegas. Uh, it'll be a really great time, September 22nd through the 24th. Yeah, and if uh, if you end up finding us, and uh, we we may have some some little goodies for you, and uh, definitely some games of Commander in us as well. We are a three pod looking for a fourth, so keep that in mind. <laughs> that we are. Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out on out to us via social media, via email, mtgevolvingwild at gmail dot com or mtg evolving wild anywhere else pretty much um we're curious to hear what you guys think uh, about all these new products are you guys product fatigued are you guys you know excited for more products do you think there are not enough magic cards let us know because that would be insane but i'm i'm curious to hear <laughs> all right see you space cowboys we'll catch you next time bye bye <laughs>